0: Hey, it's Rachel Cook, your modern mentor. I'm the founder of Lead Above Noise, a firm specializing in helping leaders and organizations crack their activation codes, finding the simple tweaks to enhance both performance and engagement. I like to say that performing teams do what they're asked, but activated teams are asked what they would do. In other words, they're really invited to create, to innovate and build and question and take risks. And doing these things, being truly activated, it takes a ton of energy. It takes stamina and care and passion. So when a client sent me an article a few weeks ago about something called the great gloom, well, this did not sit well at all. The great gloom, in case this is a new concept to you, is the latest in a string of other great, but really not great at all, workplace trends that we've seen in recent years like the great resignation, the great reconsideration, and some other adorable catchphrases. The great gloom is largely what it sounds like. There is this pervasive feeling of "blah" hovering all around us, like a big cloud hanging over our workplaces, turning things cold and foggy and gray. Specifically, I'm seeing it described as a feeling of purposelessness and disconnection, like we're all going through the motions, but we're not really feeling it. The world of work has changed significantly in the past few years, and I think a lot of us are still trying to figure out that balance of how things work for us. I'm not confused or surprised that we're struggling, I'm just kind of bummed. If this sounds squishy, like not a real problem, then you should know that the costs of this gloom are ranging in the trillions annually, as in companies are losing trillions of dollars in lost productivity, efficiency, and innovation. Not to mention, it feels miserable. So, today, let's talk about some things that we can all do, leaders and individuals, to shift gears from glooms to glow ups. So, first, shift your focus from goals to stories. So, there is this financial services organization I've been working with for years. There's a CEO who oversees the whole thing, and just under him are two senior vice presidents, one overseeing the Eastern US and the other, the west. Simply put, these two SVPs have identical jobs. The only difference is geography. But when I started working with them, it was super clear that in the east, the SVP was beloved. The teams beneath her would hang on her every word. Productivity was strong, and employee engagement was through the roof. And then there was the west, where things were different, and not adorably. Now there's a lot to unpack in there, and I don't want to oversimplify, but there was a big difference between these two leaders that I noticed immediately. The leader in the West, he was smart and confident, but his meetings always started with numbers, with targets and profits, wins and losses, red and black arrows. But in the East, the leader always, always began with a story. Based on a customer letter or a customer visit, She always kicked off with an anecdote about how their product had impacted someone's livelihood. I remember her sharing a story of visiting a customer who was in tears, explaining how this product had allowed her to increase her profits just enough to give every employee in her small business a bonus for the very first time, and how unbelievably good that made her feel. The team had literal tears in their eyes hearing this. It made them feel something, which made them want to work harder and smarter to be even better. I'm not saying goals and targets don't matter. They do, but they don't win hearts. Win hearts first. You don't have to be a leader to find these stories. Talk to your customers, read reviews online. Talk to friends or colleagues who use your company's product or service. Make the effort to find these stories. They'll remind you why you do what you do, and that helps move the gloom out of the way.
1: Are you a PR professional, journalist, marketer, or writer? Then you know the importance of Associated Press style, and you also know the frustration of keeping up with its ever-changing rules and recommendations. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl, and to help you with those challenges, I've created a course that you and your team don't want to miss. It covers the latest updates to AP style, and we even talk about the new AP guidelines for writing about and experimenting with AI. And we have a special deal running right now. If you purchase the on-demand course with the code McMill, that's M-A-C-M-I-L, you get a $90 discount. So whether you're working on a pitch, a business agreement, or a story, don't let embarrassing writing mistakes hold you back. Get the course at bit.ly slash grammar on demand, all lowercase, and sign up with the code McMill.
0: Hey, it's Rachel. If you're like me, then you love hearing from inspiring leaders, especially when it comes to the bold decisions they've made on their journey to success. That's why I recommend checking out the new season of Deep Purpose from Harvard Business School. Renowned business mind and HBS professor Ranjay Gulati sits down with executives from companies like Levi Strauss, Unilever, and Alaska Airlines to discuss the courageous business decisions they made and the impact they had. Don't miss out. Listen to season two of Deep Purpose wherever you get your podcasts and tell them I sent you. Next, break down those silos. Reconnecting with the humanity of what we do can keep gloom at bay, but so can reconnecting with other parts of our own organization. So many of us these days are working in our silos, HR people doing HR work, finance doing finance, marketing, well, you get the point but our customers or clients or patients, they rely on all of us to do our important work, even if some of it is ultimately invisible to them. Like maybe your company has an amazing product, but if HR isn't bringing great talent in to continue to innovate, and if finance isn't able to maintain strong profitability, then ultimately the product will suffer and the customer will feel it. Or maybe your healthcare institution has the most amazing medical staff, But if marketing isn't getting the message into the community that you're here to serve them, or if maintenance isn't getting the facility super clean, the patients will not show up. Reminding ourselves and our colleagues how all of our efforts collectively drive important outcomes can be connective and meaningful. Spending time with colleagues and teams across the business helps us to feel part of something bigger. And it helps us to make smarter, more thoughtful decisions that anticipate what our colleagues upstream will need from us. So if you or your team have had your heads in the sand, what can you do to expand your cross-organization connections? It'll start to turn your gray to red, or blue, or whatever color makes you happy. And finally, celebrate individual achievements. A lot of industries are under a lot of pressure these days. In many cases, we've reduced staff and budgets, but certainly not expectations, and it's getting harder and harder to feel like we're winning. But experiencing and celebrating wins is an essential part of feeling connected to our work. So if corporate wins are feeling far off or hard to achieve, then start celebrating individual ones. Like maybe you set a goal of meeting with five leaders each quarter just to build your network and your brand inside your company or you aspire to finally experiment with that AI tool you've been letting intimidate you, or you get those new headshots or submit that article to be published, or you host your first lunch and learn at work to start to establish yourself as an expert. Do the things you've been wanting to do and celebrate yourself. Invite colleagues to join you on the quest. Celebrate each other. Be loud and joyful and watch it spread, but in a good way. Whether you choose one of these ideas or opt for something different, Please don't let this gloom, great as it may be, overtake you or your team. Remember, happiness at work matters to the tune of trillions of dollars. So invest in rediscovering yours. Join me next week for another great episode. Until then, visit my website at leadabovenoise.com if your organization is looking to crack its activation code, dialing up performance and engagement. You can follow Modern Mentor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts find and follow me on LinkedIn. Thanks so much for listening and have a successful week. Modern Mentor is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Faurabend. Our director of podcasts is Brandon Getches. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And Cameron Lacey is our marketing contractor.